0: Me, how to say, ladies and gentlemen, and gender-neutral terms.
1: Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. That's
0: pretty exciting, right, Omega? Indeed. Yeah, right. Hiac Talk Radio is always exciting. Get
1: in there. Oh, excited,
2: you will deal with that Atlas, harshly.
1: <laughs> Fight forever, Guardian! I think he broke it. You made me and you're listening to Hell in a Cell Radio. The Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Hell in a Cell Radio. Hell in a Cell Talk Radio.
0: Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Two weeks later, we are finally here. Back. Uh, Dan's still having technical t- difficulties. His poll's not long enough. Uh, he's never heard that before. Um, I ordered a new mic stand, and I don't have the right adapter, so it's far away from me. So hopefully, you can all hear me. Uh, HIC Talk Radio: The Above Average Comedian is back. Craig Lagans is here. We're probably going to get into an argument this week. Oh, we probably. or we might oh, not. I can. I hear you. I can't believe I just said that on the show.
3: Okay, well, it's just rehearsal. We'll edit all this out.
0: You say that, but I'm the one that's got to edit it.
3: <laughs> Fuck. No, it's fine. God
0: damn it. I'm not leaving. Uh, I'm not going to say the word twice. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what of a bitch. And she, Badass just goes, yes! <laughs> Look. <laughs> Fuck I'm you. How dare you? Yes! Uh, I just want to say, Wheels is here. Uh, Badass yeah. is here. Toast, Toast, everybody's here. Uh, I just want to say that the Sixers... Uh I, just a quick aside before we get into the wrestling, and if you're not a Philly uh, uh sports fan, this is gonna make you sad because we have the greatest basketball player in the, of the day. Uh other than uh, uh 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 oh my god, I blanked
2: on him. Wow, just like that. James J- Harden. Uh, James No
0: Harden. Well I was talking about I was talking about uh Lakers. Oh my god.
3: LeBron James? LeBron James, Jesus Christ. No, it's okay. Everyone forgets the most famous athlete in the world. It's fine. Fuck you, Greg.
0: My point is, this is a bad word. Batting a thousand already. Uh,
2: the point is, mm-hmm. um, the man. Yeah, yeah, the c word really
0: effed me up. Yeah, you're right. Greg was... and I might fight. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Um.
2: This, uh, Joel Embiid, the whole friggin' point, the whole yes. fucking
0: point was is Joel Embiid is the greatest basketball player other than LeBron James living right now. Yes, he is. Uh, active, period. Mm-hmm. And not only did he break a record, but unfortunately he broke this record in the ugliest Sixers jersey <laughs> I have
2: ever seen in my life! And that says a lot, considering the one they wore in 93-94. Holy shit! This past the demo stage. What the fuck? Anyway, that's all I wanted to say.
3: Your thoughts? Uh, No, I wasn't a fan of the jersey either. I don't know why they're not listening to the fans to say, bring back the black jersey with the Sixers logo with the star coming from the basketball that everyone wants to see. Wants. And they keep going City Edition jerseys. And if you want to do city edition do the original Sixers from you know from 1976 but the stars they, they had a variation of it but make the letters round or the numbers round but yeah this city your brotherly loves yeah i don't get this is bad now we now we i didn't it wasn't the worst thing i've ever seen and i like you, i wasn't a fan of it but now the cleveland did you see the cleveland uh their city yeah yeah the clit the clit, <laughs> the clit uniform the clit Yes. Now the only reason why I
0: didn't find that as uh, insulting to me because you know I watch a lot of hockey and the uh, the Charlotte Checkers have been the clip for three years <laughs> on the on the on the sports bug on NHL TV. Yeah. It's always CLT versus LVH or LVP or LA. it's so I, it makes me laugh. I'm like I'm like oh look at that the fans are in the zone putting pressure on the
3: clip. Yeah, thank you. Kevin Smith for that one. Yes, the on um, the Clip Master. That's almost <laughs> as fun as when uh, Nigeria plays Germany in the World Cup and they have the story. Door-
2: <laughs> oh, no! Oh, is that real?
3: Yes, you never saw that? Yeah. Oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> they had to. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. Fa- yeah. First three
3: letters, first three no! letters. <laughs> Bro!
2: How the fuck? Germany, uh, yeah. and against Germany. Yeah. Oh God. Well, uh I'm going to kill myself tonight. No. Um. No. no, 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 no. Uh, don't never do that. Um. I. I've prepared tonight because mm-hmm. I've been triggered by Jim Cornette. Um.
0: And this is. I really wanted Derek in on this, but uh it. But I'll oh have. wait. No, but, 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 while I fix my <laughs> microphone, because I can't deal with this, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go back to the old one. While we're doing that, let's do it backwards this week. Okay. Uh, mostly prepare, uh, mostly because I want, I, I want Bad Ash to wait with bated breath. Wrestling is story. Why don't you start the show with that so I can fix this fucking thing when you're doing things.
3: Okay, Dan, excuse me. While I put my peepers on, gives me a better way so I can clearly look backwards. It gives me a clear vision. Also because you're old. And because I'm very old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, I remember he when... says wearing glasses. <laughs> uh, but to get a clear look at the past, uh, we're going to go back to a time where uh, there was three uh, world uh, wrestling organizations that ran the United States in all 50 states uh, when wrestling was sold out. On high school gymnasiums, coliseums, stadiums, auditoriums nationwide, when TV ratings were in double digits and weekly ra- television ratings were in the eighth and nine million range. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a wrestling historian. Uh, we've been away for a while, and uh, there's only a couple of points that uh, really stood out. In the last couple of weeks, um, a lot of people have made mention of the fact of uh, November ninth, um, because it is hard to believe, but it is the truth. It was twenty five years ago of uh, the Survivor Series in Montreal, Canada. Um, the uh, sharpshooter heard around the world, um, but the uh, Bret Hart would lose the uh WWE Heavyweight Championship uh to Shawn Michaels uh without ever having been pinned or submitted. It was uh, it's been talked about, documented, several documentaries. Both men have spoken about it. Uh lots of other people who who were there have spoken about it. A lot of people who weren't even there spoke about it. Uh we've heard from everyone from uh the participants to the people at ringside, uh, and even to the guy who came up with the ending, who we'll talk about later on in this edition. (laughs) Uh, Who apparently we're going to have a chat about a little bit. Who we are going to have a talk about um, a little bit. But 25 years, Dan. Time flies.
0: 25 years since uh, Bret Hart
2: punched uh, knocked out. Uh, you knocked out Vince McMahon with a punch. Um, twenty five years since he. I I don't even know. I like, uh,
0: and God rest his soul uh, if you believe in God. But to uh, to the late great Scott Hall who put forth the uh, it's a work thing on the. Uh, yeah, uh, like,
2: no, no, it's not. <laughs> Stop it. No. no, all due respect, especially to Scott. Uh, no, it's not. No, um, we've a hundred times talked about all the off the
0: shoot off of what happened after. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it is, I think, the catalyst of everything since it yeah. it really is the downfall and the the rise and downfall of professional wrestling. To the state it's in now. I, it really is. There is wrestling before and wrestling after the screw
3: job. Do you think it all came uh, all started from there? Spider-Way? It is
2: one of the jumping points, yes. Okay. Uh, especially being and the the <laughs> the one
0: that uh, Derek and, and myself bring up all the time and uh, Derek was supposed to be on this week but his son's not feeling too well so he's going to be daddy tonight and Mm-hmm. Like he is every night, but he's going to put daddy priorities over show priorities and take care of his boy. um, Dan,
2: oh, Not Daniel Jr. Um, the fact that WCW could not take, take advantage of Brett it's being right. the hottest
0: thing in wrestling and off wrestling mm-hmm. and doing something with that.
2: Which... Beginning of the end?
3: I don't know. Yeah, I think and Dan, to go back to your point of how this kind of was the uh the the starting point in in your opinion of how wrestling had what shaped uh wrestling today all came from uh the Montreal screwdriver as it's known today. You know, we've talked more about a what if uh than anything else because so many things came out of that, like you said. Um Bret Hart going to WCW and them dropping the ball famously, Bret Hart and ending, uh, ending his career in WCW. And we can what if, and that's probably what I've gotten the most satisfaction out of this in the last 25 years, is uh, what if Bret Hart had been used properly in WCW? What if, uh, if and talk to Bret now, what if he had never left? Um, and uh, there was another scenario where uh, Bret Hart was still there. would Had Bret Hart stayed, would there have been the rise of Steve Austin, which came after Bret had left? Um, would there have been, I still maintain, if if not for the Montreal Screwjob, there would be no Mr. McMahon. If Bret had stayed and there was no Screwjob, we may, we may not have seen an evil Mr. McMahon. And I still think we would have had the rise of Steve Austin, but oh God, yes. without... What what made Steve Austin, Steve Austin was Steve Austin, but what put Steve Austin into the stratosphere was his feud with Mr. McMahon. And same thing and with uh with with The Rock was still there too. Now with Rock, Stone Cold, still they took the place pretty much of Brett and Sean. Uh, but if all four of them had been there at the same time,
2: Yeah,
3: that could be magic, man. We don't know. That, that we we do not know. We, we do not know. But yes, November ninth, <laughs> nineteen ninety seven. Oh. I think that still lives in infamy. <laughs> um. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, November eighth, uh, also two thousand five. Now uh, another thing that happened uh, while we were gone. Uh, it's hard to believe it was a. 17 years since we lost um my favorite wrestler um Eddie Guerrero passed but November 8th 2005 was his last match um on uh, Smackdown versus Miss Canada Kennedy! Um, it, it's fitting that his last match would be one of my favorite matches because the referee bumped Charles Robinson, goes down, Kennedy goes down, Eddie smiles at the hard camera with that grin, which would be the last time we'd see that face, goes out of the ring, grabs a chair comes back in the ring, looking in all intents and purposes, going to whack Kennedy with it, sees the referee getting up, slams the chair into the mat, and quick tosses the, the chair to Kennedy and lays down and grabs his head. And just as Charles Robinson is coming to, sees Kennedy with the chair, and disqualifies him. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> uh, One of my favorite things ever. It ever. really is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's been, it, it's been done since then. I think Ricochet did it against the Hurt Business and, uh, it, it still works, but, um, that would be, uh, the last match of, um, uh, of Eddie Guerrero. He was scheduled to, uh, go to the Survivor Series, uh, or win the title at the Survivor Series, um, later on that year, but hard to believe 17 years ago, uh, November 8th, 2005, uh the last match of uh of Eddie Guerrero
2: absolutely wonderful um um
0: said a thousand times oh let me turn that no, said a thousand said a thousand times say it again uh it's an argument that he might have been the greatest it's an argument
3: yeah well he was my favorite and uh my favorite wrestler at the time of his passing and when i talk about you know there's i i have two different lists when i list the 10 greatest wrestlers of all time and then there's the 10 greatest WWE superstars of all time eddie's in my top 10 uh all the time because the guy could do everything in the ring uh great heel great face um am- amazing worker can tell a story in the ring you know with his body and just um you know, people say there's no comedy in wrestling, or there's a way to do comedy in wrestling and keep it without it being hokey or silly. And the way Eddie did it, and I'm not talking about backstage sketches and and cinema matches, Eddie could had humor in the in the ring, just like I described with the, with Kennedy's last match, and he could have it at, at, with anyone at any time. Uh, he, the match he had with Ray, where uh, the referee was knocked down and Ray was knocked down and Eddie went to grab the belt and he put it on Ray to made it look like Ray hit him. And then Ray woke up and he put the belt on Eddie and the referee woke up and Eddie had to, had to hide the belt to make sure that the referee couldn't see just stuff like that. Um, uh, the, the stuff, he, Yeah, he was, you, they don't make him like him anymore. And there, there hasn't been anyone. There isn't anyone that's ever gonna be like uh like Eddie Guerrero. Um absolutely amazing.
2: Badass says it
0: sucks that his son sucks at wrestling though. Come on, Dom.
3: <laughs> you get it together. Uh I will say that Dominic has found his call if he if he wants to be the Weasel heel, he's great at it. And with the size that he has uh I think he's um I think with Dominic, they just they did it all wrong. Not with him per se, but he should have debuted it wearing a mask. Um and they can still do that at some point, but yeah. He's uh I I'd rather this week in the Historian celebrate Eddie's last match than um Eddie's um last day on earth. Um yeah, 17 years ago he passed away, but his last match, November eighth. Uh, 2005 and uh, finally the last thing for a wrestling historian um, the guy we talked about as being one of the all time greats you know when I mentioned my top 10 WWE superstars and then my top 10 wrestlers of all time my top 10 favorite wrestlers of all time this guy is in my top 10 and like Eddie he's no longer with us but happy 70th birthday today would have been his 70th to the one, the only macho man, Randy Savage.
2: I couldn't unmute my microphone. I'm still working <laughs> on fixing it here,
0: folks. Uh, oh shit! And then it broke again. Um, another guy that we could make the argument mm-hmm. that is uh, one of the greatest. Yeah,
3: well, he's in my he's in my top ten. Yeah, like but, you said, for you know, or, like you just said, a, a reason, just because like Eddie the guy can do everything in the ring great face great heel can get the fans to boom, can get the fans to cheer him and you know the uh the most nonsensical interviews ever maybe the most imitated wrestler of all time because any <laughs> anybody can do a Randy, can do a Randy Savage voice can do a Randy Savage uh Imitation. Let me tell you something. Boonsaws, really? And I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. Thinking, thinking, thinking. And one of the best interviews that he ever did, the best promos he ever did was when they were doing a junket in the early days of the (laughs) WWF or the heat, uh, 80s when he first got there. And it was his turn to talk to 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 me and Gene, like they did a a cavalcade. Everyone just came in and out, and he just grabbed a creamer from the catering from the (laughs) table right there and just brought it up because I'm the cream always rises to the top. And that became one of his most famous interviews, and just from him grabbing a creamer before he went on uh, with Gene Okerlund. Um, uh, amazing talent. Um, maybe um. Maybe shouldn't have brought his wife into the business with him. I understand why because he was a jealous, possessive man, and they were already married, folks. Uh, Randy and Elizabeth were married before he even got to the WWF. Um, but making her a manager, putting her on the road, it made put Elizabeth on the map. But um, I always uh, thought that he could have. Um, I think that that led to a lot of his uh, his. Uh, Downfall and is in and of course at the end of their marriage. Um, it's no secret now that even though it's been talked about and banded about, uh, the, the black eye that Hulk Hogan had at uh, WrestleMania eight nine was it in Caesar's Palace uh, before the Hulk Hogan Brutus Beefcake tag team match against Money Inc. Uh, was caused by Randy Savage. Uh when he found yeah, out right. that, yeah. uh Elizabeth had been staying with uh yep. Hulk and Linda.
2: Ooh.
3: Ooh. Uh yeah, the Hulk Hogan Randy Savage uh relationship was very um not without it. Uh yeah, but the common denominator is Hulk Hogan. You can say the same thing about Hogan's uh relationship with Andre, Hogan's relationship with Vince. Um it's advantageous for, for one of them. Um, and and if it wasn't for the other guy, it wouldn't have been. I mean, because uh, Hogan and Savage had that dust-up in the WWF, but when Hogan went to the WCW, you know, Savage followed right with him. And um, they did more business together. Now, Savage still never gone over Hulk. Hogan. still never done a job for Savage. So, there's that. But...
0: It's a lot of people Hulk Hogan never did a job for. And,
3: and yeah. Uh, also happened this week, uh, it was November uh, 11th, um, 1994, that uh, Vince McMahon was on... Um, Speaking of Randy Savage, went on Monday Night Raw to actually discuss that Randy Savage was leaving the WWE after Randy Savage and I couldn't come to terms on a contract. And um, I'll always be a Randy Savage fan, and I wish him nothing but success and the best of luck. And this is is Vince McMahon saying it on television, openly acknowledging somebody, one of his wrestlers leaving the company, something he's never done before or since. He didn't do it for Hogan. But he did it for Randy Savage. Uh shows you the type of um relationship he had. Um, but Randy Savage, unlike Hulk Hogan and even Bret Hart, Randy Savage never worked for the WWE ever again.
2: <laughs> Badass
0: wants to know, how do I know what Craig is saying is true? His glasses are off. <laughs> She's not going to let it go, man. She's not going to let you go. She, she doesn't leave me off, hook. She's not going to leave you off, hook.
3: Randy Savage has never wrestled for the WWE again. There you go. He didn't, <laughs> by the way. I can verify that. <laughs> and he right. didn't. Even though Hulk Hogan did, I thought he'd never come back. Even though Bret Hart did. Never thought he'd come back. But Bruno is in a Hall of Fame, but Randy Savage uh, never did. And I'll say this every time his name is brought up, while so many wrestlers retire Hogan Piper Mick Foley Ric Flair when Randy Savage retired he stayed retired he never came back he might have done an appearance he did one for TNA but he when he said he was done man was done
0: I mean to be
2: when he did the TNA appearance that was it yeah
3: and he was done now, it was to say, we were talking about what if, in an earlier segment of um, Wrestling Historian, um, could Randy Savage have eventually come back to the WWE before his passing? I am I guess the names I mentioned before, I never thought I'd see back in WWE again. And they were back. And maybe if it would have been a Triple H or someone else reaching out to him. But I think, yeah, we would have seen Randy Savage Um back in the w w e if not to have to for himself to be inducted into the hall of fame uh their version of the the hall of fame but happy seventieth birthday to the one the only macho man randy savage
0: yeah the wrong mega power dud yeah <laughs>
2: oh and- how old was he when he passed fifty 50-
3: Ah uh, no oh, Jesus. Uh, he died he, no, he died in 2011 so he was uh he was uh 59.
2: Yeah, he was uh 58, I, can't, I can't add. 58, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he uh he didn't see the tree. he didn't feel the
0: tree and no. I don't mean that in a sarcastic or ironic way. He was Dead before the tree hit the the car hit the tree, man.
3: Uh when uh the lake when uh Leslie Jordan, great uh character actor Dead before
0: uh, you hit the tree yeah.
3: yeah he ran into the building, but he was I when I when I heard about Leslie Jordan's death, I immediately thought of Randy Savage Yeah. The same thing. That's happened. right.
0: You know what I forgot about? He was Space Ghost's grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> uh Leonard the Grey Ghost. Yeah, ghostal. Leonard Ghost. Oh man. Uh, uh one of my favorite stories, and it's a simple story, but one of my favorite stories is um him going to I one hundred to
3: Preston Steve. Yeah. <laughs> going to that tiny little bathroom. Him that and tiny,
0: George. That tiny little uh, Him and Gordon George going in the tiny little bathroom and uh
1: you know, he's like uh you know, uh he's just how you doing?
2: Where's the bathroom? I'll be right back. Ooh, yeah, macho, man, ready seven. Yep. <laughs> macho man's ready. Yeah. Uh, uh, yep, yep.
3: Yeah. And we won't talk about his rap career either. You know, it it it's not it could it could have been worse.
0: <laughs> could have been worse. I'm just <laughs> saying it could have been worse. Yeah. I've heard wor- I've heard worse.
3: Could have been worse. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, are you just saying? And I'm just... I saying. just... What? Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. End. No, no, you you go your thing.
0: I was just gonna say, I can't believe he wrapped all that and didn't work blue. Yeah. Like even when he was trash talking home, and I'm gonna kick you in the butt and mouth, knock your mouth out with soap. I'm like, what? How did you spit
3: that fire, Macho? Oh my god, it's bad, but it's yeah. it's good. Bad. It's like Mario Brothers. Anyway, and that's the one thing about Savage though. Um, he he wasn't like, he he it was a guy that didn't curse. You know, he, he 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 really kept it, you know, PG, even when he was upset. Now, I don't know how far that went, you know, when he was in any ups, But um,
0: uh, that match he had with um, Dennis Robin at, at uh, Road Wild 99. There's a there's a couple. Oh, there's a couple. Okay. Yeah. And, but it was between the two of them yeah. doing their match. It wasn't on mic or. Right. It was while they were talking to each other. And, because it was uh out of the you know it was all, all, all it was super, not surprisingly it was hella entertaining considering hella entertaining hella am i from california the fuck happened yeah. um it was super entertaining considering it was macho man and tennis rodman yeah uh rodman's credit he didn't look like a total shit and the macho man's credit because a macho man you look anybody make anybody look great yeah and not and and they made up for it like they did in different matches when Dennis wrestled with Hogan. Mm-hmm. They covered up his obvious uh, novice pro wrestling uh, ability. Uh, in those matches, they just had a brawl and it, it cut 20 minutes from the show. This it. Make it go 20. Okay, brother. You know, <laughs> it's great. But it was then like, oh, motherfucker, you know, off mic yeah. as they were throwing each other around, you know. Man. Just that kind of stuff. Sorry. That's okay. Don't
3: be sorry. We're talking about and the macho and, man. And, and you know, the goddamn segment. <laughs> I was I was going to say with, uh, with Randy Savage, um, it's, the shame is a, a great deal of his early stuff when he was legitimately probably, between 1982 and 85, maybe the best wrestler worker in the biz but no one saw it you know when he wrestled in tennessee in mid-america he and bobby eaton would go 40 minutes and um and these were pretty tiny crowds because they were competing with memphis and they do spots where savage would get backdropped over the top rope and land on the concrete you know on it and bobby eaton would do leg dives off the top rope onto the concrete on savage and No one would see these bouts. And the same thing was bouts in Puerto Rico um, when he was a North American champion. Uh, And from when, of course, when he got to WWF, everyone got to see how great he was. And he he got himself over without any, you know, fanfare. I know who he was, but so many people were seeing him for the first time. And it's kind of like the Ricky Steamboat thing. uh, When Steamboat finally debuted in the WWF in 84, his best matches were, you know, eight years earlier, uh, going one-hour draws with Rick, with Ric Flair. And, but his testament to him, just like with Savage. They were still great, and he was still great, and he still looked amazing, and he still worked amazing. But, uh, yeah, so I was going to say that before you brought up the, the Rodman thing. But what I was going to say was that, gentlemen and ladies, is a wrestling historian. Yes, thank you very much. Uh-huh. Thank, thank, thank you very much. Oh. Uh,
0: Tales, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make everybody wait longer before we talk about uh, what I have to say about Jim
2: Cornette and other people that probably should shut the hell up. Um. So yeah, uh, Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. I forgot it even happened. <laughs> Can I just say this? And
0: I'm usually—is this where Craig and I fight now? No, no, um, <laughs> not yet. Um I I just want to say uh and I'm usually really respectful and I'm not going to be a normal like sleaze ball scumball
1: con- Bailey looks so goddamn odd right
0: now even from
1: look, head to toe
0: I I I yeah I know and and you know what that makes it better dude her heel, heel Bailey is she makes my heart flutter or that might be the that might be the the weight Uh, maybe it's the way no she's great and it's just she had there's a shot of her on monday with her i was like
2: oh god
0: i love her (laughs) she's great but no yes uh crown jewel happened just you know just wanted to
1: um
0: we're gonna get into it's kind of gonna connect but we'll talk about the i guess main event Mm -hmm.
1: uh to to
0: segue into our to what i'm gonna bring up but uh I went back and watched it when I was like, okay, we're definitely due the show this week. I'm not going to, we're not going to cancel or, not, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: the last two weeks have been rough, mm-hmm. um, but uh, damage control uh, beat Alexa bliss and Asuka, which is going to lead into what I was excited about. And one of the fact <laughs> bad-ass called his pervs and then said, ignore the fact that I said, I'd eat Bailey's ass. I, <laughs> <laughs> Not ignoring that it. was that was badash that said that I'm not ignoring that because okay, yeah, I now have spank bank material for this evening. Thank you, um, badash. Yes, thank you, badash. We uh, you are a godsend. Um, it's going to lead in a survivor series, which uh, the uh, final team member for Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and uh, Bianca is going to be the returning two weeks ago. Which I knew was going to happen eventually. Mm Mia Yim. (gasps) Returned to the WWE. uh,
2: And without any dead old weight. Tying her down. Mm -hmm. uh, With uh,
0: the not so perfect. But much better than Vince McMahon. Recently uh, Triple H at the helm.
1: I only see good
0: things. Mia Yim is excellent. Uh, she is underrated by most people if this works out. The, to the moon. To the moon, Alice. Rocket ship to the moon, Alice. So I'm really happy about that. Um, I still don't care about Karrion Cross. <laughs> still? And, no, I don't care. And um, Sorry. And they've made me not care about Drew McIntyre. I still think he got shorted and he needs another run with crowds with the title, a longer one um the oc came back well the oc luke gallows and carl anderson after saying a thousand times they would never come back came back uh so yeah everything is bouncing out within the worlds of aew and wwe with people coming back and and everything um yeah i don't uh, logan paul uh, uh like i said according to the gentleman <laughs> gentleman we'll talk about soon uh Apparently,
2: though, has potential. I wanted your thoughts on what you thought about Logan Paul, because I, I don't give a fuck.
3: Anyway. I I didn't even know who Logan Paul was before, and I still don't know who Logan. You're Paul better off. His. Um, what I do know is, the guy's a tremendous athlete, and. In only three matches, he has shown himself to be an incredible worker. Um, he gets it. And I can't say that about a lot of people that are in the WWE or just in AEW. He's better than the 85% of the AEW crew, as it is. He's only wrestled in three matches. See that frog splash? He gets, yes, got, yes with, I did. Got some height on that. Uh, I don't agree with the, uh, taking the selfie while you're doing a leg drop on the table. And I don't know if it was there or the Buckshot Lariat, which he does better than Adam Page. Um, I don't know if it was either that that's or mean, that's that. That's what we want. But one of those uh, that his ACL and MCL and everything else. Um, Some dues, huh? Yeah. But but he's a, he's out for eight months, six to eight months. But um, I'm
0: good. I don't have to see him for a while. He's a garbage person, and I don't have room for that, which we'll talk about in a second.
3: Yeah, and, and, I, and I and I and I'm just speaking about his physical talent in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I'm, I know, I know. Talking about them and personally, uh, but they needed something for Crown Jewel. I'm I've never been a fan of this going to Saudi Arabia under any circumstances, even if you're not a woman. Um, a place where they kill journalists is uh, I wouldn't think would be um ideal for anyone to go. Uh, I understand they're getting a lot of money. All the wrestlers are. Why else would would Gallus and Anderson go back? Um, a to the WWE and and B to Saudi Arabia because of money. Um, the why? The, how the women are treated there? I'm amazed. Any woman wants to go, and when they do go, they have to cover themselves up from head to toe. Makes them look great. Obviously Bailey's case. Um, but I, this is just a um because it really doesn't have any bearing on what goes on now on raw on smackdown it's kind of like a throwaway um the even call it a pay-per-view anymore because pay-per-views don't exist a premium live event uh but you remember two years ago when shane mcmahon won the best wrestler on, on the universe cup or whatever the hell that was
0: No, I tried to forget that.
3: Yeah, well, I do too. Well, that's why I look at the Saudi Arabia matches as just like a a cash grab and not really a. It is a cash grab. And that's okay. Past the, you know, the moral
0: uh, 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 aspect of it being in the toilet, Uh, it's for the money, it's for box office. I get it. Uh, It's still a bad idea. I also want to point out the hypocrisy in us both saying that with all the. You know atrocities and and rights being taken away in the states. I get it and I agree.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I, the scales tipping. Yeah.
3: And the only thing uh, that it gets to me that um, a good match should have been on a on a main event on a pay per view premium live event in in the states is Bobby Lashley and uh, Brock Lesnar and. It was the first match of the card, and that was the only one I wanted to see. And yet, it was over. And they did the um, the uh, Pedro Morales Ivan Koloff finish. Um, the uh, Full Nelson and Brock rolled over in in the heart lock and and pinned Bobby. Uh, finish came out of nowhere, and it's weird for a wrestling maneuver to for either one of those guys. But that's a few that I thought they could have had more legs to it back when they did. Back when MVP was Bobby Lashley's uh, legs, legs, but um, yeah, that was the only match I wanted something. to see, and it was uh, yeah, it was for a Saturday afternoon, it was a, it was, it was good, it was fine entertainment.
0: Maybe next time I'll remember it's on. <laughs> um, oh my god, I just I I lost my train of thought and then I got it back again. I am ecstatic, ecstatic. ecstatic. Okay. I'm ecstatic. That uh, we're still going the Roman Reigns. Well, yeah i I don't care um, if that I I don't care if that annoys anybody. I am so goddamn happy. Who
3: would it annoy? Why? Who else? But who else is there?
0: You know, people. Well, yes, I agree. Who else is there? But you know how people are like. Oh god, I hit the wrong button. Um. (laughs) I can't believe they're still doing this. Uh, And this isn't Badass, but Badass didn't say this. Uh, I was talking to her, was it just last night about um, oh my god, my ADD. I forgot what we were talking about. She wanted, uh, oh, um, with Liv Morgan she wanted it to happen. Whatever they were going to do with Liv.
2: To do it, I'm like, what do you don't want to do it now? Let it, let it, you know, simmer. Let Let it boil.
3: Yeah, well, I don't know what they're doing. And I,
0: but I, I did explain to Badass so like, listen, me and I, you as
2: well. But me and Craig come from the where shit would still take a year.
3: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know what they're doing with Liv Morgan either. I don't get the whole Liv Morgan thing. I've said this on this very podcast many, many times. She's barely over five feet tall. The fact that you're trying to make her into a, a bruiser or uh, an an awesome Kong is really ludicrous to me. Um, but I don't know. I, don't, I that that escapes me. There are so many other people that you could push besides Liv that actually deserve it and can actually handle it and it can actually you can get over as a bruiser like a Lacey Evans or a Rhea Ripley, but doing it for a uh, someone like Liv Tyler and trying to make her out like a psycho, like she likes pain and like why not? Completely wrong Well this brings up my next My uh
0: This brings up my next uh conversation This is where it might get steamy Craig Uh-oh.
3: Um, yeah. Uh oh Yeah, Jim Cornette shut the fuck up <laughs> Now what, what exactly did oh, he say God. And I know someone asked It's
0: not Twitter. one thing that he said It's a amalgamation Of a lot of things that he said Particularly the argument Which We have, you
2: and I have argued about in the past is if I ever, if I ever, if I ever hear and I'm not talking about height and build, I'm talking about rate,
0: a level of attractiveness. If I hear one more time, this is what might kill me. If I hear one more fucking time that someone shouldn't be a star because of the way they look. I'm going to pop a vessel. Mm -hmm. He is being sexist when he says that about anybody, but especially about women's wrestling. I don't want to hear that somebody should or should not have a role they're in because they are attractive or they are too attractive or not attractive enough. Ric Flair was the ugliest, big (laughs) nose, fuggliest motherfuck looking motherfucker for 30 fucking years and they played him off and he did it well, but they played him off like he was the the, the hottest piece of ass walking in the hotel
2: room. And that's not true. It's just <laughs> not. It's not true. It doesn't matter. That's the whole thing.
0: He was ugly and that's why it irritated you.
2: But he did it right because he was. he knew he's ugly. It doesn't matter. Jim Cornette. I really like Jim. Mm-hmm. Jim is one of the smartest people to ever be in the business. Mm-hmm. He is. It's factual. Cool. And I I empathize with it. There's no but. Uh, there's That's just it, an addition it. coming. It's not a but. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's just me out here. Hear me out here. Yeah. Hearing. Right. Um and Jim Cornette's not the only one. It's just something that set me off that I've been reading about Aubrey Edwards. That he's it's the running joke about the horse face thing for years that he's been doing, mm-hmm. and um, just other shit that he said about small wrestlers, little wrestlers, women, but you know, that, that he wanted um, uh, uh, um, Nyla Rose yeah. to to use the trans thing as a gimmick and have somebody basically be a transphobe take them out. Mm-hmm. In this day and age, not a great idea. No. Don't do that. Bad <laughs> idea. Stop talking. Um. Again, I like Jim. He mm-hmm. is one of the smartest and one of the most knowledgeable about past of the wrestling yeah. that's ever come down the pike. Mm-hmm. You can critique and judge these shows without going for the looks. Coming
2: from a guy that looks like Jim <laughs> and I'm right there, fat rotund guy with glasses have a little bit more hair. Not much. Um, also not a cuck yet. <laughs> I can be bought. For sandwiches. Um, it just. It just bothered me. I don't know why it bothered me this week. Um,
0: I, And it's more so. And it's its not even necessarily. The fact that Jim says it. Is that, that uh, wrestling fans aren't bright sometimes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You and I have discussed that before.
2: Yeah. Uh, and people
0: use that and actually really go after people where Jim is most likely just
2: working. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm going to acknowledge that. Yeah. Stop enabling bad people. Sammy Callahan beat his ex-wife.
0: Stop saying he's a good wrestler. That does not matter. It was years ago. When did he do the mea
2: culpa or the, or the, um, um the accountability for it? Zero times. He's not even a good
0: wrestler. So I can't even make an argument for that guy. Stop enabling Sam McAllian. Stop enabling
2: Ric Flair. Not only has he been near the top or on the top of wrestling for 50 fucking years, he sexually assaulted a lot. (laughs) We can acknowledge his place in history. There's no need to celebrate that man anymore. Jim Cornette, again, Preface, one of the smartest, most knowledgeable,
0: best manager in the world ever come down the pike, respect in that way, needs to go about... I mean, he doesn't need to do shit, and and me listen, not listening anymore is not going to affect his pocketbook at all. Pocketbook? His wallet.
2: <laughs> you know.
0: But I can't listen to him try to tell me intelligently why his show's... If the first thing he's going to bring up is, well, she looks like this. I don't I don't want to hear it anymore. This isn't, Craig, 1958. Mm-hmm. This isn't 1984. This isn't 1996 anymore. For better or for worse, we're past the point where everyone has to look a certain way. Just like the world around us where people are tired of being told they can't do something because of the way they look. Or or their orientation and is translated into the world of professional wrestling. I don't want to hear that Liv Morgan should be this because she's too pretty, or
2: Rhea Ripley looks too manly. I I, I that's just it's triggering me. I'm gonna use the word trigger. I'm triggered. I'm triggered it, just triggers me. <laughs> I I
0: stop enabling that. Okay. And someone was like, well, you know, he has good things to say about AEW. Don't let your hate for AEW just because you don't like somebody that runs the company. And believe me, fuck the Young Bucks. Yes. But there are talent. There are. good. I'm sorry. And Kenny Omega. Yes. But we only say fuck Kenny Omega because you don't like the way he wrestles. I know you have different. I know you have more (laughs) to it. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about other people. Right. But as far as I'm concerned, never on this show do I ever want to hear again from either one of us that a look, and I'm talking about traction level, not the way a gimmick looks, right? Is not working anymore. I beg of you, not just, I mean, anybody who's on the show mm-hmm. in the past, in the future, stop it. Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. She's too pretty to be a wrestler. She can wrestle me anytime she wants. <laughs> That's a joke, folks. I mean, she's great, she's a great wrestler yeah, I don't want to hear and she's an inch taller than Liv, thank you badass I don't want to hear is the bruiser now, you came at it from a different angle they're trying to make her a bruiser, they're trying to make it with other women in that company Charlotte and anybody, people taller than her that shouldn't be the reason that, that, that shouldn't be
2: a thing but I, she's too pretty to be a wrestler fuck that shit no and Look well, at shit. Sorry, yeah. Craig. I'm no, I,
3: I, I agree, um, Dan, uh, with a lot of what you said, and especially with someone like Jim Cornette, who um He has let me let me just add real quick. Mm-hmm. He that's the part I forgot. That dude has
0: so much to offer the business. Yes. Whether he wants to or not, it's a completely different story, and I don't know how he really feels. Mm -hmm. and I want to preface for a third time in case any of his little mouth breeders come after me
2: I like Jim Mm -hmm. Jim is just too much of a miserable old white dude stop it he has so much to offer
0: yeah and I'm not talking about to the young bucks because I agree with him fuck him Mm -hmm. I don't so much agree with the Kenny Omega thing I understand his point of view I don't agree with it I like Kenny uh but Kenny also has a lot more to, um, not as much as Jim because of his, you know, the mm-hmm. years versus the other years. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Jim has so much to give back to people coming up through the business. I just feel there's a better way he can do it. Being angry. I know that's his gimmick. There, Everybody on the internet is an angry wrestling fan. Stop it. He has so much he could help with, with his just vast knowledge and actually being there. I just wish he would do it another way. I know what he's doing it for. He's doing it for listens and for this this attention. that's what wrestling's all about. I do understand that. I don't know i just i guess i'm i'm more I'm not angry. I'm not saying cancel Jim. I'm fucking disappointed. I just because I like the guy so damn much, and he's so great. And everything he's ever done in wrestling, except be friends with people. Um, <laughs> but I understand that too. I yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Craig. I, I'm I'm done now. I'm gonna meet my mic and let you finish.
3: No, you're not. Um. But I was <laughs> with, with with Jim. Uh, I was gonna say I, I agree with a lot of what you said. Um. uh 'cause Because I honestly didn't know what you were going to say, and then when you said Jim Cornette, like, oh, there's so many things you can go.
0: Uh, no, everybody was, did. Everybody assumed I was going to take a big steamy shit on him. Did I take a shit on him? No, no, I, no. I, I just, exactly. I, everybody was on the defensive.
1: What did he say?
3: No, no. I just didn't know what of the many things that he said or many opinions that he had that you um took issue with. Now, um, as far as what he's saying about the women, their their attractiveness. When I know when he talks about the women wrestling, and it it bugs me. They still call them girls. Um.
0: Oh, that. my God, dude, you're 50-something.
3: Stop saying
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, him.
3: Yeah. Um. But, that, but when he talks about their, their attractiveness, now, because I agree with him that, you know, some of the girls that can't even get their heads aren't even at the top rope shouldn't be beating women twice their size the way that Nyla Rose has been beaten by people that her, her leg weighs more than her. No, that but, I agree with. That, yeah. that I agree
0: with. Diana Rose should be killing everybody, man, male exactly. and female in that company, but that's just exactly
3: H um, But the uh, <laughs> the the attractiveness thing, I, I can only go with Dan because in and Jim's not that much older than me, but we grew up where our leading female wrestlers were the Fabulous Moolah and Sue Green, and- who was also a terrible person. Sorry. <laughs> But I'm, but I'm, but point being weren't weren't very attractive, especially what they had them wearing, um, and not saying that that Vicky Williams and Joyce Grable at the time they were the blonde bombers, um, the or the blonde bombshells rather. Jim Cornette gave me a Charlie horse. They were the they were the world's women's tag team champions, and they were seen as as glamour girls. They were both blonde, and they went, but that was it. That was the epitome of. When female wrestlers weren't supposed to to look good, one of Mula's gimmicks was you know with was, was walking around like acting like she was you know hot stuff when i was it was the lover boy dennis um- c- a comparison someone who, who looked like Dennis Condry but had lover boy on uh, his trunks and on his jacket um that was the joke um same thing with with beautiful Bobby um but that the the idea of a woman, a woman wrestler just, just didn't look, weren't glamorous. It, it wasn't, I had to go all the way to, to Wendy Richter, um, who was wrestling 10 years before she got to the WWF and became Cindy Lauper's friend and became a star that you could actually market a female wrestler who looked good. Uh, because the only female wrest the only females in wrestling were the managers. Uh, we talked about Elizabeth, uh, Missy Hyatt, uh, later on uh, Tammy Sitch. Uh They were the the pinups. They were the ones that you know, but they were the same thing with Cherry, who was a wrestler first. My point that I'm laboring to make was that um, mm-hmm. the era that Cornette. Don't oh, worry, you owe I- me on it. <laughs> the, the, the the era that Cornette and I grew up on uh, Women wrestlers Looked a certain way And for him to suggest that someone is too pretty uh, To be uh, effective Or too pretty to be a wrestler Is um, Very uh, ancient uh, Thinking
0: I was going to say There is a better way He's a smart guy There is a better way to articulate that Yeah And not saying Ah she's too fucking pretty And then wh- like i said the actual problem is is that it trickles down to you know jethro and billy bob mm-hmm. who then say that shit to people's faces and it's like
3: who the fuck are you bucktooth like yeah. and it it happens to a lesser degree in men, with men and i'm going to say this um, being a, an nfl quarterback joe name has set the bar so high that now when teams are drafting quarterbacks they're not just looking for their athletic talent or their arm strength or their height they're looking at can we can we market this guy can this guy be and thank and with Joe Namath the bar was set and other quarterbacks came after him and it must be something in western pennsylvania because Joe Montana, Dan Marino, Joe Theismann all became um marketing um fifth avenue type of uh you could sell them uh to new york because they all look good and they happen to be nfl quarterbacks that look good and that you could get on madison avenue and get you selling products uh because of how they looked and now that's the mainstay of an nfl quarterback is how yeah he, he looks he, he plays great but How does he look? I mean, can we market this guy? If Tyler Heineke becomes uh, a star with the uh, Redskins, he's only going to be able to sell cars in Washington because no one in L.A. is going to pay to see that guy because he doesn't look good. He's too ugly to be a quarterback.
2: By the way, congratulations on getting at 500, Commanders.
3: Good job. Nice job. So now we just wanted to get that undefeated street talk out of the way so we can concentrate on the Super Bowl.
0: Because yeah, that's, all that that's where we're going, baby.
3: That is where live
0: we're going. going. Live going toe-to-toe with Rhonda, Shana. Believable. Not believable when they can legit throw her out of the ring into the crowd. They need to make her a high flyer or something. Quick, fast, don't yell at me. No, you're right.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's you're exactly absolutely saying. right.
0: That's exactly right. But that's what I'm saying. Yes. The way she made that point, that's the way to make that point. Yes, she's five five, and um, uh, Alexa Bliss is five six.
2: Alexa Bliss is not a bruiser and yeah. not a brute because yes. she's
3: not. Yes. So I mean, so just my no, my pro- my only problem with Liv Tyler is it, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler, um, there yeah. is no problem with Liv Tyler. No, I have no absolutely no problem with Liv Tyler. My only problem with Liv. Uh, it, the way that WWE is using her, trying to put her, like, having her put people through tables, girls that are taller than her, legitimately ladies, tougher ladies, than ladies, her, ladies, ladies, ladies that are tougher than her. And I don't know who the fuck Lacey Evans pissed off that she's got to do job after job for that, because if anyone needs to be a bruiser, it's that woman right there who has the, the height, the the size, and you know, can work in the ring and is to be a great heel. That's your bruiser right there. And the fact that she's got to do jobs, A, and B, be put through tables from someone like Liv, who's not even comes up to the top rope. That's the only problem. It has nothing to do with her her physical appearance, how good she looks, how not good she looks. Regardless of how she looks, she's a professional wrestler. And she's in there for a reason. And she was pushed for a reason. Not then. And there's no such thing as she's too good looking to be a uh, a wrestler. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Craig. That's all I wanted to hear. Thank you. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 5'6, Muay Thai background in gymnastics. Where do you put me, Curious? High flyer, bruiser, hybrid, just yeah. for the Muay Thai background. Yeah. I Absolutely mean- can work in both. I better see you doing her karana. And then kicking somebody's face off.
3: Now, yeah, if if Liv was a legit was had a background in Muay Thai or could legit like fight like a Shana Basz or Ronda Rousey, okay, then there's something to be had for um someone that can uh, that size can be a bruiser. But we because we know she's not, it it you lose me when you try to put people. And if you saw that spot, I don't know what the hell they were trying to do on last week's SmackDown. Um, where uh, so- Sonya Deville was, was standing in front of a table and had to physically catch Liv and they were supposed to go through it I don't know how the living hell they were supposed to go through it while well, one's standing and the other is leaping from the ring steps on top of her and it just looked horrible and it looked stupid and again you're trying to make Liv out to be this hardcore icon thing who puts other women twice her size or tables, it doesn't work. Um, there's other ways you can do that. And, and since Liv doesn't have a a background in in beating people up, it comes off looking phony. Or
2: like they're trying too hard. I think what the, uh what could be gathered from all this is, and this is not a, Oh, you're a snowflake or, or that kind of thing.
0: It's 2022. Can we find a better way to fucking talk to people? Yes, or talk or critique thi- critique things. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a worker with a if you if you're on Twitter and you're nobody, you're like, oh, I'm just working. You get the fucking, you're not. You're, you're nobody. You're not working anybody.
2: You're yeah. not a wrestler. Shut up. Stop that. Anyway, so all I'm saying is maybe think about it because I can't listen to it. I, it does just get under. Uh, not uh, I was just
0: asking about me in general. I mean, I'm at five six. I even I tower over live. But you know what? That's a good thing. At least Badash and I are the same size. Um, not the first time live has had to be caught. Honestly, Rhea had to do it a few times. And uh, shut up you shut you shut up you fucking Mark. Okay, thank you Badash. Thank you Badash. <laughs> thank you Badash. Um. I guess that's really it. I think we'll hold off Tales of the Territory until I uh, finish the Polynesia Pro
3: Okay. Uh, next um, week. So,
0: next week will be a recap of Tales of the Territories, unless you're going to tell me
3: you're not going to be here next week. No, I'll be here next week. Um, have you enjoyed the Tales of the Territories you have seen? It's, of
2: course, it's, it's Vice TV. Yes.
3: Yes. Okay. Vice
0: TV is wonderful. I, I was confused. The only I had a minor kind of like when um which we talked about already, so I'm not going to talk about it at length again. When um you know for tales of the dark side of the ring, they tales of the dark side, show uh tales of the ring, it, whatever the fuck, dark side of the ring, whatever it's called, dark side of the check. Um, they talked about the uh, Kevin Sullivan kind of being abusive, not kind of being abusive to Nancy, and then he's like talking on the next series like hey no everything's fine. Yeah. That's the only other thing I thought was weird, but no, it's the show's well, wonderful. It's and, it's and there's a lot that I didn't know. Like the dark tales of the, the motherfucker. Dark yes. side of the ring. Yes. It's like the band Genesis, I've like I've heard all these, but it's nice to hear them mm-hmm. being told in a different rapper, you know, a different yeah. pre- presentation, but um and uh, there's the a L- lot thing. of things here I don't know.
3: Yeah. And uh, you said about Kevin Sullivan, uh, he's the only one that's on too. So he was yes. in Florida, and he's also on the Polynesian Pacific Pro Wrestling Tales from the Territory, because he spent a lot of time there. And he showed old footage of him with uh, King Curtis and with Mark Lewin. And uh, the round table for that one is, is Kevin Sullivan, uh, King Curtis's son, who uh, looks just like him without all the scars on his head. Um, yeah. <laughs> Lars Anderson, who was a partner of uh, of Rocky Johnson's um, mom um, in Polynesian Pro Pacific, and Downtown Bruno. So if you're a fan, I will say this, if you're a fan of Young Rock, uh, don't watch the Polynesian Pro um, Tales from the Territories because it would dispel... You you will see how everything that that's going on in Young Rock is absolute bullshit, and none of it happened. Um, but the the uh, the stuff that goes on that went on in Hawaii and how they got their uh, their partnership off the ground um, is really something. And I finally got to realize I finally found out why Peter Maivia left the AWA. You know, and it wasn't because Brongani was racist. It's because Peter Maivia legitimately got into a fight with Billy Robinson and took his eye out.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. That's was right. That. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I, I think my favorite part, My it wasn't my favorite episode, but the one that got me laughing the most was the Stampede um, re- uh, Tales from the Territory because you got four guys and I never thought I'd see in, in the same place at the same time. David Schultz, uh, Bret Hart, oh, yeah, that's Bobby a- Bass, and Abdul the Butcher, yeah. just talking regularly. But the, what got me laughing throughout the whole ter the whole uh, show when they were focusing on the Stampede territory because I thought of you. I was thinking of you the whole time. I've never heard that's So many. I've never heard so many people. Do a Stewart imitation. <laughs> <That goes laughs> yeah, true, yeah. imitation. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I was sitting you. here
1: watching it with Kelly. Do some discipline. Come here. let uh, let me take you downstairs and uh, let me show you a thing or two. And just uh, just lay back right there and, and you just put your head up my ass and I'm going to take your finger. But,
3: do <laughs> uh, <there's> some <laughs> discipline. <There's> some <laughs> discipline. But to hear Brett do it, to hear Deshawn do it, to hear—well, yeah, actual- Brett's
0: your- is perfect
3: because he yes. sounds like his dad. Yes.
0: And the the funny the it, uh, the first time I ever saw heard Brett do an impression of Stew was uh, on one of the Owen Hart stories that they were talking about when uh, Owen called up to the room with Stew and Brett in there uh, and called uh, as Reg Parks. Yeah, the guy who do, do, the guy all the belts in your head that are all designed oh, by Reggie Parks. Reggie Parks, but yeah. he called as Reggie Owen did <laughs> up to the room just to rile up Stu and you just hear on the other end of the phone, and this is where Brett, Brett's
1: impression of Stu comes in. and goes, "Well, Reggie, if you wanted to try me, why didn't you try me?" <laughs> and then it just pauses. He goes, "Son of a bitch,
2: it was Owen." <laughs> Oh my It's God. a
0: great voice, man still, And I am not making fun of Stu Hart In that no. way I
1: am not, but like That's a great voice yes, it, yes. I made 12 kids They they called Roddy Piper Hot Rod They should have called me Hot Rod
3: Made 12 of them And yeah. what a segue, because speaking of Hot Rod Tonight on Tales from the Territory We're doing the Pacific Northwest
1: Yes, oh the yeah dude. I was there once. They made three kids there one night with Helen. Ooh. Let me tell you.
3: I don't know who they're getting who the, the people are for the round table. I, it's just sad that the that the people I want to be on the show aren't there. Obviously I would love Roddy. Oh,
0: just dig up Roderick. Roderick.
3: and um Buddy Rose. But I'd love to hear from Jesse Ventura. I know he's not gonna be on it, but um the, Really? The, you don't think so? No. <laughs> hmm. I'd love to. I'd love to hear from, from him. But, but, you know, I think it was all just a conspiracy against me. Just a conspiracy. Just a conspiracy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Pacific Northwest had so many great so many started their careers there. Pipe, Bridget Piper and Buddy Rose the greatest feud ever. And the fact that both both those guys came back to Don Owen's territory when they were in different companies. To wrestle when Buddy Rose was in the WWF and Roddy Piper was the United States champion in the NWA, they both went back to Portland to re- to renew their feud. Absolutely um incredible. But you know controversy side that's where Jimmy Snuka started, uh Jesse Ventura started, uh Dynamite Kid, uh Billy Jack, um the the first Steve it's Riegel. one
0: of those things that it's a hu- it's a who's who yeah it really is it oh is. god these there's like twenty eight guys that became world champion on this fucking roster yes know.
3: and they all and the fact that they all came back or yeah. they that and that um you can have a w a champion the n w a champion on a on a Don Owen portland wrestling card is uh, amazing but that's tonight folks uh, if you're not watching tales from the territory do yourself a favor and watch. Definitely territory on Vice TV So far they've done Memphis, they've done Memphis twice um, And Memphis The territory and then uh, Memphis with uh, Andy Kaufman Just like you Dan, stuff I thought I heard, a lot of stuff I have heard I was hearing for the first time Never heard it before, Florida With Jerry Briscoe And Brian Blair and Kevin Sullivan, great Um, The The Stampede, like we said, with um <laughs> Bret Hart and Abdullah the Butcher, Uh Polynesian Pro Pacific Wrestling. Uh, and next we're gonna have um Portland. I'm looking forward to Portland. I'm looking forward to the Mid South. To that, oh yeah, What's gonna be, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, with that being said, have some discipline. In the discipline. In the discipline. <laughs> listen to <laughs> HIAC Talk Radio. <laughs> Good
0: answer. <laughs> that never made you laugh that much before.
3: I've enjoyed it. I love it. that. Imp- I don't know why. It's That's great because it's, it's good because it's true. But it's your your impression doing it, Dan. That's what cracks me up. I've heard other people do it. And then whenever I hear anyone do stew, I think of you instantly.
0: Because you got to get the, again, I'm, I mean this, I'm not I'm just talking about his oppression wise. I'm not talking about the man. Mm-mm. He kind of mumbles,
1: talks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You they, can they, they, they understand every word he says You can understand every word he says But it very much is run on his One word goes into the other It's very I'm a professional AJACtalkradio.com <laughs> Daniel 83 on Twitter That's Craig Lagans. If you do not know how to spell it yet Have some discipline and Learn how to fucking do it Keep it on the paper Good night